This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Welcome to your latest Bollywood roundup with us, Rajan Pablo. Rani Mukherjee has brought out the Mardani in herself for her latest movie. She joined us to explain her feisty role. Hi, Hi Rani. Welcome to the Raj and Pablo Hi. show. Hi, how are you? How are you all? We both are fine. We are delighted to speak to you. And first of all, congratulations. Happy wedding. Thank, thank you. Yay. <laughs> uh, now, um, we've all been looking forward to uh, Mardani. Um, you play a female police officer. Um, were you kind yes. of um, a bit scared doing this role? Because it's been a while since we've seen, like, you know, um, a big heroine playing a big police officer. Kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, I was uh, so delighted when I got the script. Uh, and I was very moved and touched because I reacted like a girl first when I read the script. And as a woman, I think it just uh, kind of empowered me to read a script like that. And I immediately said yes. And I reacted as Rani, the actor, very very much at a stage when I started actually uh, filming the movie. Like for me, this film was like a movement in the sense that um, like I felt that through this film, I'll be able to give a very universal message and a very strong message to all my fans across the world um, that please, all the girls, bring out the Mardani in you. Mm. The time has come um, that, you know, we can't lie low and we have to we have to um, give an answer uh, to anyone who kind of uh, does not respect and kind of is a threat to our dignity. Mm. Uh, because in India and of course in the world in general, there are there are so many horrific stories that we uh, keep getting to hear, and actually they are not even stories; they are horrific facts that we get to hear every day in the newspapers. Like 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 just recently, there are gang rapes, and you know it's just that uh, that you know we have so much anger within us. You know when we hear this, you know, and as a girl, I feel completely um, um, like you know I I feel as, as if I'm stripped off. Every uh, every kind of dignity that I have when I think of some other girl being violated in that respect. And to actually sit back as a woman and think that what that person or what that girl must be going through is just um, kind of like, like I go blank in my head. So I think through this film, I think I've tried to vent out my anger. Through this film, I've tried to um, channel that anger in a way that I can give a positive message and a very inspiring message to all my fans that it's time for girl power, it's time for us to mm. wake up, it's time for us to not wait for our brothers, fathers, or husbands to walk us in a lonely mm. lane or a um, lane that we feel scared, but we have to empower ourselves by learning self-defense, by learning some kind of martial arts, protecting ourselves, and that's the way to go, you know. You know, like you like you said, Rani, um, so much has been happening in India in terms of um, what happened in Delhi. Um, but right. on, on a personal level, just in terms of right. your life, have you ever kind of thought, okay, you know what, I've had to become stronger than um, I've been. I've, I've had to show my Mardani in terms of the industry. You or know, in term- actually, mm-hmm. 
actually the thing is that I've been a Mardani right from the time I was a kid. And I've in fact slapped a lot of people while growing up. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I think it comes naturally to me, the slapping bit. And through this film, I've also learned Krav Maga, which is an Israeli self-defense form of martial art. Mm-hmm. And I feel completely miserable that I learned it now and not probably when I was young. Um, but uh, but it's not ever too late in life to learn something. So I'm very happy that through this film I learned this. And I felt completely empowered playing Shivani Shivaji Roy because she's such a brave, fearless officer. Mm. She's so courageous. And she's just such a such a cool officer that like like I'm in love with her character. Mm. So, so I, I would like many women to be like her. And... Um, and actually, through my research, I've met so many Shivani Shivaji Roy's that I can't tell you. And they all are so brave and so courageous. And it's my way of giving a tribute to all those crime branch female officers in my country, all the police officers of, our, of, of my country who are working tirelessly every day of their lives for the safety of all of us. You know, this is your second movie with Pradeep Sarkar after, because we loved Laga Chandri Mitag. What, is, what was he like? What did he bring to the project? Um, you know, actually, uh, Raj and Pablo, to be very honest, um, I think throughout our country, every person, whether it's a girl, whether it's a man who respects you know, women, I think there is an anger there in all of us right now, in a way that that anger has been you know, simmering. So even the way Pradeep Dad handled this particular project, this particular film, I think there was a lot of anger in him that, that he was waiting to vent out as well. Um, like my writer Gopi, I think even he is very troubled with what all is happening. Mm-hmm. So I think this uh, film is a collective, uh, I would say, uh, effort from all of us. And we've kind of taken our anger and we try to put it in the film. So you, what you see is a very fast-paced thriller, which is completely opposite to what Pradeepda's domain is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, how, how do you think um, or do, how do you anticipate it will be received by the audiences? Uh, they are going to get a film which is very real. It's a very realistic film because we've tried to keep the film very real, very close to how crime branch people are in you know, Mumbai, how they function in uh, Mumbai. So you'll see a very real-life adaptation of that. At the same time, you'll see a very, very uh, strong message at the end without it being preachy or bhashan mm. uh, like You know, It's not a lecture or it's not a... Uh, preachy film. It's a very um, inspiring film. So at the end of the movie, as a girl, I think the girls will feel very empowered and will feel like uh, very strong and powerful and want to do something with her life. And it also addresses human trafficking as well. I mean, it's a hugely right. sensitive right. subject. Um, uh, right. Is there pressure to do that justice? Do you, you have to get that right, don't you? Um, I think more than anything, I think it's very important to make girls aware of what the surroundings have become. Hmm everywhere in the world. I don't think it's safe anywhere to be or to trust anybody. Mm, mm. Um, So I think through the film, I think it shows an aspect of trafficking which will actually make every parent wonder, every child wonder, every girl wonder that, oh my God, uh, this is the way trafficking takes place. So, you know, one has to be very, very aware of their surroundings. Um, So yes, it is going to make people very aware of what happens these days. So, so, yeah, in a way, I think uh, the trafficking in the film has been handled very sensitively. But in a way, uh, 
to show exactly what what happens in reality. Well, Ronnie, can we just say... Worldwide, everybody's waiting to see you. We're looking forward to it. And um, again, um, a big hello to Aditya as well. Um, there's been loads of rumours that there may, be a f- there may be a family starting, so I hope when there is, you will talk to us first. Yes, sure, sure, Rajan Pablo. Please pray to God that I meet Adi for that thing to happen. <laughs> there has been no chance. Oh, bless so you. For that thing to happen, I have to spend time with him. So I hope after this movie, we go somewhere to celebrate the success. Def- and then some good news will follow. Def- Absolutely. Yeah. Ronnie, you've been a star. Yes. Thank you Thank very, you. And very all much. All the best with the movie. Love you Thank lots. Thank you. Take care. Love to you. Love to you, Rajan Pablo. Love to you. T- Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There are a few releases in India and overseas this weekend. Alongside Life is Beautiful, Mumbai Connection and Trip to Bangar, here's Salil Acharya's take on two other releases, Mad About Dance and Mardani. The first three... Uh, you'll find really tough to actually catch in a theatre. Uh-huh. Katia Baz is another film that's actually come out, which is actually quite nice. Uh, I wasn't able to catch that, but that's more like a PT live documentary kind of film. But if you talk about the two films that, you know, one expected, actually, I wouldn't even say Mad About Dance was expected to do much business. It's only because Shah Rukh Khan suddenly got involved with it. I, I still don't know how he got involved. I tried very hard to find out uh-huh. why suddenly he decided to promote Sahil Prem so much. And uh, when I spoke to the company as well, they said apparently it was a chance encounter and somehow uh, Sahil was able to convince him to support the film. And that's the reason why y'all are talking about it. Otherwise, the film itself is a very small release uh, and would not have been talked about at all. And at the box office, it's a dismal show. Uh, So A, it's not too many screens. B, only a 4% collection. Uh, the, The opening numbers that I'm getting is about 35 to 40 lakhs. So it'll probably disappear without a trace by Monday. But it's an interesting film. It is a concept war. Let me just tell you what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's like actually every dance film. So whether you have the Hollywood step-ups or whether you have ABCD or whether you have our, uh, our very own Mad About Dance. It's about a boy who wanted a loan from a bank uh, because he wanted to train people in a dance academy. And uh, somehow that didn't work out. So they moved that out of the way. They go abroad to try and you know, get into this dance competition. And it's all built up towards the final street dance competition. And that's pretty much how it is. Like every dance film, nobody cares about the acting, nobody cares about the story, they just want to see the dance. But so you, you go into this, yeah, go ahead. I just want to ask, right, you know, like this film is shot in Sheffield in the United Kingdom. It's not got a UK yes. release, but does it depict Britain in a good light? Well, uh, it shows, uh, the, the locations are fantastic, yes. But you know, if you shot that in Paris, if you shot that, in Lonavla, which is next to Mumbai, if you shot that in a coma <laughs> screen, you wouldn't know. Okay? But, the, but, but the, the difference is that why I think that Sheffield does work is A, the quintessential fight between brown skin and white skin to show, you know, who's a better dancer. And that's always the case. I think that sort of sets the premise mm. wherein, you know, you say that you, we can't dance and you can, but we'll prove how we can dance to you all. So I think they've used that premise for a dance competition and then always the underdogs win, you know. So it's like a Sweet, there's not, no, uh, you know, rocket science to the story. But uh, I think they wouldn't have been able to shoot uh, with all the extra dancers in India because, uh, you know, if you shoot abroad, I, I think you have people who are just dancing for a living. So they are a lot better. So the, the extra dancers helped, uh, their style helped, uh, and uh, decently looking people as well, you know, even in the extra dancers. So I think that would have helped Sheffield. Plus, I think England gets a lot of discounts 
Uh, for Bollywood films, we shot there. That really helps. But Salim, can I ask you, um, if if you were like an avid dancer, if you were kind of like really into your dancing, would this movie inspire you? Does it kind of um, rope you in? No, not, no. ABCD did. This right. one doesn't. You know, so I, it, it's it's like a, uh, you know, I would say a cheaper, uh, quicker version of an ABCD. You know, so this film is unique in the sense, it's not the debut of Sahil Prem. He wants to forget that he was actually the writer in Ragini MMS2, but mm. forget that, it's there on celluloid. So that actually was his debut film. Mad About Dance, even though started filming a lot earlier, Ragini eventually uh, you know, got released before. So it's not to say it's a debut film. But he has directed it, he has written it, he has danced in it, and he's acted in it. So it's not too bad. I liked him as an actor in Ragini MMS2 also. He's got this interesting quality about his face. He's got some character on his face. His hair is long and you know he can dance well. and you know, So all that is nice. But I don't think, I think it's like Sohail Khan trying to direct and act in the film himself and write the story himself. I don't think actors can direct and act in a movie themselves. It's very, very tough, let alone trying to make sure that you get the dance sequences right. So I think he faltered on the direction part. Uh, we were just trying to finish a scene to get into the next dancing scene really quickly. And there's not as much dance as you think there was. So ABCD had so much dance in it and you had Ganesh uh, Acharya there, you mm, know, who was mm. dancing away and, you know, Prabhu Deva there. So there was all that in there. You know, sadly, if you go to see a dance film in India, you will compare it to the last one, which was ABCD. Acting-wise, this film didn't work for me. And uh, even the dance, I think, left something to be desired. Okay, so let's get your marks out of five. Uh, one and a half stars out of five because even the music, I, I look forward to the music of a film here. You know, here the music also didn't inspire too much for me to want to go out there and dance. So nothing much for him to write about as far as this film is concerned. Like I said, we're only talking about it because Shah Rukh Khan was somewhere involved. Mm. If he'd done a cameo in the movie, maybe that would have helped. I wish he'd ha- made him do that. Now, the other big, big release that's been eagerly anticipated is Rani Mukherjee's Mardani, which hit the cinemas yesterday. It's a hard-hitting Yashraj film tackling very real issues. Rani plays a female police officer working on a case of a kidnapped teenage girl, which leads to revelations of human trafficking. Salil, what did you make of Mardani? Well, there was a big worldwide hit called Taken, where Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson actually became very famous. Actually, he lost his daughter, and then he goes out, you know, so... uh, I would say that this film is pretty much like that. Uh-huh. Uh, the teenage girl that Rani is actually looking for is actually one of her adopted street kill- children, you know, who she calls her uh, like her daughter. And so she goes out to get her, and it's very similar. Now, we've not seen, uh, you know, it's, this is not a Dabang style police cop that she plays out to solve a case. She actually plays a very serious role. And I think everybody wanted to see what she was up to after her marriage, the first release post marriage. This is not Rani in a glamorous avatar. Uh, they show her working out. They show her uh, whooping some pretty bad uh, guys. And, you know, you can see Rani's trying to work out really hard to get into the shape of this role. And I don't mean shape by getting a six-pack, mm. which she did once for Dilbori Haripal. The story itself is not too bad. Rani Mukherjee perhaps is one of the finest actresses that we had in the last 10 years. And she lives up to that. You know, she does a really good job with it. Uh, mm. I think Pradeep Sarkar, uh, there's a certain kind of filmmaker that is required to make a quick-paced film. So imagine if you had special Chabbis that was directed by Sanjeevita Bansali. Yeah. You know how slow it'll be? Mm-hmm. It's not fast. Mm. This film looks like it got stuck in the third gear in a car and never went to the fifth gear. So even though the performances are nice, it's strong. Uh, of course, Rani Mukherjee dominated the uh, film. But you somehow feel there's something missing. You're hoping that the second half, the intermission is perfect. It ends well. There's some strong dialogues between the villain 
who I'll have a special mention for in a bit. And the second half goes the same way. Just just meanders, you know, nobody's uh, very stressed. There's no screaming and shouting. I think that the, the film could have reached a crescendo, and that's the problem. It doesn't reach that crescendo in the movie, and that's why it's not really open to well, even though the word of mouth for her performance is good. But I think that's a, that's a given. Rani Mukherjee is going to perform well. And uh, sadly, I think the film itself uh, is bad for her. But do you, do you not find that it does kind of keep your interest? I get what you mean when, you, when there's no big, massive finale. But it, at the yeah. same time, because of the seriousness of the movie, there are some moments where you kind of go, I can't believe that's just happened. Or, wow, this does go on. Well, because yeah, actually, you see, the, 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 like I said, the first half, you know, the way they treat the girls that are human trafficked and you know, all that, 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 that's interesting. You know, even the use of cuss words, which is quite strong for someone. This is a Yashraj film, remember? For them to have allowed cuss words, especially with all the mm. censored debate going mm. on, it's a big deal. The only problem that I feel with this film is that the villain doesn't seem to stand up in a big way. He doesn't send cold shivers down my spine. I think they they did uh, they chose a villain, a young boy, you know, probably uh, with his first film, a lot of it being English, very, you know, uh, not trying to be a villain. But somehow, it, it didn't instill fear in me. You know, it's not like, you know, there's some dialogues in the film where somebody called Vakil, as in yeah. the movie, you'll see there's an older gentleman who says, when I look at you, I feel, my God, you're an extremely dangerous guy and I feel very scared. Now, I never felt scared even once looking at that guy. So if you have a very strong cop, a very strong female character and a very strong hero of the movie, which is Rani Mukherjee, you need an equally strong guy. That's why, and Ajay Devgan film works. Not Singham returns as much as Singham because Mm. Prakash Raj there was so strong. Yes, albeit over the top a little bit, but I still feel that Indian audiences will need a little bit of drama, even even though the ending is interesting, the way it unravels. Yeah, but it was I still still felt it just didn't reach up to where I felt it could have. Salil, you mentioned Tahir Basin, who plays the villain. For us, you know, we were watching it, it, it was a different perspective, it was a different Indian film villain that wasn't over the top, he was quite subtle. I quite enjoyed his performance. Although Raj and I did have a conversation thinking that, was he possibly too much hero material at some points? Because, mm. you know, he has got the boy next door looks to, in terms yeah. of playing a villain. Yeah, like I said, I think this was a conscious attempt by Pradeep Sarkar, you know, to provide this different, you know. So even an ache villain, you wouldn't have thought uh, Ritesh Deshmukh would have played it like that, you know. But mm. but, but still, I feel I, 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 in the last month or so that I'm seeing some cinema, filmmakers are trying something different. But when you make a film, AAC, this film wasn't a love story. So you're watching Rani Mukherjee in a different role mm. anyway. You are making the film for cinema, right? You are making it for a big theater. So even though you you know you'd say oh that's a, that's that's an interesting film, there was no wow factor in the film. I think that's the the X factor was missing. The wow factor was missing, which I feel is very sad because you have such a fantastic actress. When you say Mukherjee. look, there's no song, there's no the, dance. Obviously, you can understand that. Yeah. But again, I go back to a film like Special Chabbis. Yeah. You know how quick it was. Everything was happening quickly with Akshay Kumar and Anupam Kher. That's what this film is. A quicker narrative would have helped. But did you, I want to ask you, Salil, you said earlier on that, you know, this film is going to be bad for Rani Mukherjee. What did you mean? You see, the thing is, whenever uh, Rani, a, Rani Mukherjee is trying to make a comeback, you know, uh, if she does a film like this, I don't know how often now people will be ready to take her. She She's looking like a heroine, but not like the quintessential Bollywood heroine. Mm. So if she wants to do cinema like this, the last three films that she's done, even uh, Karan Johar's film, Bombay Talkies, then this film, she hasn't really had a hit at the box office. And this also, by the way, hasn't been well received at the box office. Really? So even though, yeah, even though it's only two and a half crores the opening, that's a really small opening for Rani Mukherjee, considering it's Yashrad and it's Mardani and they tried very hard. I think even 
over a long period of time, Rani Mukherjee has to figure out, you know, what she wants to do. She'll have to stop doing uh, roles where she's a central character. Mm-hmm. I think if she becomes part of an ensemble cast, it'll help her in the long run because you've got to understand, it's focused on Rani, but the film is not revolving around her uh, as far as Mardani is concerned. It's going very slowly. There's a villain that's not working. It hasn't worked for her and it wasn't like how we thought. She was exactly the same as she normally is. You know, she was like in Talash. I didn't see a different Rani in this movie. I'm seeing a different Deepika Padukone there. Mm. I saw Rani Mukherjee, which is normal. I would rather remember her as in, in the Kalhona whole zone and then try something different. She's been in this zone for the last four or five years. So this is more like she trying to find a script, which <laughs> is only going to be written for her. And then sadly, that will only be produced by Yashraj because it's her company now. I don't know if Yashad is going to be happy with a film that has a lifetime collection of 10 crores. So that's max to max what this film is going to reach, which is not very good for her. Uh, so come on, let's get your marks out of five. Three, three stars out of five, because the film itself was good. Mm. But like I said, uh, the narrative was too slow. I did compliment the actors. So I feel bad for Rani. She's one of my absolute all-time favorites. But this is probably not the right uh, direction that she's headed in in the near future. So Leo will be reviewing the latest movie releases on the show again next week. Miss Malini called in with the latest gossip from Mumbai. Here she is. It's the final day of Fashion Week in Bombay and everyone's excited because Manish Malhotra has his show tonight and Karina Kapoor is his showstopper. Wow. Ooh. What are you wearing? <laughs> what am I wearing? Mm. Oh, I've been wearing such fabulous outfits. I had the most awesome Rocky-esque dress on the other day that was uh-huh. very Game of Thrones. And today I'm wearing a blue embroidered top. Wonderful. Uh, now, Miss Marley, we hear there's a bit of drama in the celebrity world of sport. Have you been hearing that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've heard there's lots of drama surrounding Anushka Sharma joining Virat Kohli for the Indian Cricket Team England Tour. Now, after their dismal performance, the Board of Control for Cricket has decided that wives and girlfriends will no longer be allowed on tour. Now, apparently this is because the players could not concentrate and who can blame them. And they weren't even going to the gym or doing the nets because their wives wanted to go explore the city instead. Now, apparently the BCCI gave Virat permission to bring Anushka along because they were going to tie the knot soon. But... Anushka's spokesperson strongly denies the rumors, saying there's no truth to them. And now we're all very curious to see what's happening. Indeed. Keep us posted, Miss Melanie, on that one. Very excited about that. Now, hi there is out soon. What's the latest there? So if you're wondering what did uh, a scene filmmaker like Vishal Bhargwaj see in the truth of old Shraddha Kapoor that he roped her in for his most ambitious project till date? Well, the answer is quite simple. For her eyes only. Apparently he chose her because he noticed how beautiful and mystical her eyes are. And he was looking for someone who, of course, has that look and is young and that typical fair little girl that had plays the role of a Kashmiri and in Shraddha he found all the qualities that he's looking for and he also thought she'd be able to express a lot through her eyes and that's exactly what he needed for Heather. Um, now uh, we're going to be speaking to well we've spoken to um, Hamima Malik you'll be able to hear that a bit later on on the show but uh, do you have news from behind the scenes of Raja Natrilal? I do indeed. Imran seems to be giving preference to the promotional rounds for Rajan Akral over for shooting for his next Mr. X. Now, despite the fact that his uncle Mahesh Bhatt was very miffed with him, Hashmi has continued to give all his time to Raja Nakhralal, and that's probably why the Mr. X crew has proceeded to shoot and are now filming sequences that involve uh, Arunade Singh and Amara the Stewart set. Now, the movie's wrap-up has been delayed because 
Imran and the team are not happy with it. And the actor maintains that all's well between him and his uncle, but there's a visible tension that seems to be up. Meanwhile, I heard that Imran is going to write a book about kissing on the side. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Very interesting indeed. Now, what's the latest on Bombay Velvet? Has it been delayed? It has. What a bummer, right? Mm. Now, the buzz is that uh, apparently Ranbir Kapoor just hasn't been able to match the date, and instead of releasing in November, like it was initially planned, the film is just not going to be ready. And given the huge amount of VFX work that is required, there's still a lot they have to do to make it look like the 1960s Bombay. And Anurag Kashyap did not realize the VFX would take so much time to complete. So now it looks like until January 2015, it won't be finished, and they're going to lock in on a May release instead. Um, and uh, please tell me, uh, Piggy Chopped is all right, because she's had a bit of a fall. She did. She was performing at Dahi Hadi stand for a shoot uh, on Chalak Biklaja, and she injured her hand. Apparently, uh, the actress was present there to promote her next release, Mary Calm, and had to make a grand entry on stage with Material uh, with material Arts Act. And while while breaking the handi with her first, uh, first time she'd done that in a performance, thing went a little bit wrong, and she hurt herself. But she was immediately treated by doctors in the set and is better now. But she's been told to take it easy because she's already given those you know, risks a lot of, you know, high-pressure pounding playing yeah, Mary Tom. Actually, that's indeed. true. Indeed. Now, last week on the show, we spoke to Karen Tacker from Jalik the Kladra, who picked Ram Luckin as a pivotal movie for him. What's the latest on the remake? Sorry, I lost you there for a second. What's the latest on the remake of Ram Luckin? Oh, it's going to be amazing. The buzz doing the rounds, the industry, is that Arjun Kapoor and Ranbir Singh are lobbying extra hard to win lead roles in Dharma and Rohit Shetty's joint production, the Ram Lakhan remake. Can you imagine? Everyone's wow. going to go watch that film. Now, the surface, it seems like they would be perfect for it. And I'm told the only glitch is they're not a fresh pair since they were seen already in Gunde. So everyone's thinking maybe it should be a new combination. But both the actors are huge fans of the film and are apparently very, very, very keen on signing for it. And they even agreed to audition for the part and do some iconic scenes if required. I think they'd be fine. I think, I think Siddharth and Ranveer should do them. Uh, they should, they, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I think they make a nice they make a nice little combo. Um, oh, now, what about oh, I'm going to put in a word for you there. Oh, good. Then what about Shahrukh <laughs> and Salman? Shahrukh and Salman would also be super interesting. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. No. The mask they do right now is hug it out just a little bit. <laughs> I tell you, I was interviewing Shahrukh Khan the other day, and it was so much fun. And the, but the funniest thing is he told someone off. He told one of the journalists off for asking so many times about that tweet that Salman had sent out. And he said, you shouldn't get like, get involved in asking questions about things that you don't know about. So it looks like he's had it up to here with those questions. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, now, uh, Alia Butt's having a spot of tea recently. Alia Bhatt has been a very, very busy girl, but uh, from a chubby little girl to a sultry young diva, she's come such a long way. And there's one thing that's kept her company throughout the journey, and if you're wondering what it is, it's green tea. Just like Salman Khan, she loves the green tea, and she keeps sipping on different cups all through the day, whether it's a magazine shoot or film promotion. Uh, and she says that's the one thing that her spot boy is always on call with. He never runs out of green tea. Oh, that's I'm going to get Pablo to get me some green tea. <laughs> Pablo, uh-huh. get me some green tea now. Miss <laughs> um, <Ms. laughs> Uh thank Thank you very, very much. All right, thank you. I'll talk to you next week. Now, this Friday sees the Emran Hashmi star Raja Natwarlal make its way onto the big screen. Hamima Malik stars alongside him in her first ever Bollywood venture. She spoke to us ahead of the release. Welcome to the Raj and Pablo show on the BBC Asian Network. How are you? I am good. How are you guys doing? And I've been on your show before that, I, so that, I, was as far as I remember. No, you have for ball. 
Yes, I have, I have, yeah. Have you been lovely? I've been very lovely. The lovely have been very lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so how excited are you about Raja Natwarlal? I was um, I was very excited, but now a lot of butterflies in my stomach, a little nervous, a um, little stressed out, waiting for the big day, only a few days left for the release, um, going through with this feeling for the very first time. This is not my country, not my nation. My first film is coming up. Um, hopes are high, praises are up, and uh, all blessings from family, friends. Yeah. And from Rajan Pablo as well, because we have to say, in the promos, you look stunning. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, Hamara, so much has been said about this size zero thing going on with you. Really? You know, Pablo, what, what happened? When I, started the, when I started shooting the film, I was on a very strict diet, and I ended up bloating with that diet, and I was looking very fat after, after like 15 days of hard work and working out and gymming and, you know, mm. not eating anything sweet because I'm a very, very big sweet freak. Mm-hmm. So I started bloating instead of losing my weight. And then I thought, God, I'm going to eat everything and just, you know, um, work out and all. So um, there's not size zero. I'm eating healthy. I'm sleeping on time. I'm working out, um, living a very normal life. But still, I'm looking fit and nice. And thank God, because when I started the film, a little chubby, not chubby, like little normal human weight. Uh And now I look like an actress, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So what was it like working with Emran Hashmi? It's Emran Hashmi. Oh my God. First of all, I love the way you have just pronounced his name because it's very sexual. It's like Emran Hashmi. So th- today, today we are here at, uh, uh, we're shooting a very nice big comedy show that's apparently very famous in, in, in this country. Um, it calls, um, Comedy nights with couple. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely gonna call him Emran Hashmi, the way you just did. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm gonna tell people that Pablo, Rajan. how sexy me, yes, <laughs> he, he pronounced your name. Okay. So it was very nice. Everything uh, was an experience. He has given me wonderful debut memories, I must say. Um, what a beautiful sexy, um, hot, um, humorful co-actor. His sense of humor is amazing. He's very witty. He loves pulling my leg. He has raised the bar so high that I don't know that how am I going to be fixed when at another um, co-actor because he's very good. I think uh, he's very funny. He's very up there always, very supportive and a great actor. Before working with him, I never thought that he would be so nice and all, but after working with him, my perspective has changed totally. Um, I was never a big fan of Imran Hashmi. Before working, before meeting him, I thought, oh, it's just okay that I'm doing a film with him. But when I saw him for the very first time, I found him really good looking. Mm-hmm. And after working with him, and after seeing the film, actually, I just saw the film with him, and we watched the film together. And now I can definitely said that I can easily uh, get a crush on him. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking really good. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, what, what is your role? You play the role of a nightclub dancer. Yeah, 
night why, why are you emphasizing on a nightclub dancer <laughs> club can be open in the daytime also so oh. she's a club dancer yeah. <laughs> yes she's a dance bar uh, uh, girl and she dances in a bar to live and she's a very respectable girl she's as normal as any other girl is um she has the same dreams same hopes from life um she she wants to have good life she wants to marry raja she wants to go away somewhere where where they both where raja stop conning and she stops dancing in the bar she's very respectable she's very she's very vulnerable she's a very deep lover uh, she loves raja immensely and uh, that brings a lot of uh, care to to her character a lot of uh, intensity to her character and yeah she's a woman of substance yeah Indeed. and what was it like kissing him it was very hot Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice of course he must have kissed a lot of chicks uh, all of his life i must be his uh, 50th or 100th <laughs> kiss but uh, he was my first kiss and uh, you know what what happened rajan pablo mm. the most interesting thing about this film and about this kissing thing is this is the first time that raja which is imran hashmi is getting kissed by a woman by a girl oh, so for I the very see. first time Otherwise, he always kisses, and a parky chick has kissed him. So imagine, <laughs> so there was no kiss apparently when hmm. we, when when I signed. But um, how the um, how we we were shooting and how the intensity between these two characters, the emotions were flowing. So my director suggested that we should definitely show little more intimacy between these two, and it made um, sense because it has done very beautifully. It's not at all vulgar. It is very sensuous and it is very in, um, But, intimate. It's, it's very nice. It's very beautifully shot. Do, do you think? And, do you uh, think it will be censored though in Pakistan? Let's not give any um, mm. comment to it. Let's mm. let's just That's talk it. about uh, the world every everywhere. I'm an actor. Um, I would go each and every country and will take my talent along with me, of course. And uh, I don't want to think about where it will be censored and how. Mm. But um, this is not not something that is bad. This is beautifully shot, making sense to the storyline, and uh, showing more intensity between these two characters, Raja and. Uh, Zia. Hmm. So it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my, my. You're the talk of the town, the toast. You know, everybody in the business is talking about your talent. I mean, signing a three-picture deal with Vidhivino Chopra. How did that come about? Uh yes I have. Um actually that happened quite long back. Um I signed for three movie deals with uh, with Vinod Chopra uh for a film called uh, titled Chithiyan. We're not shooting it yet. Dates yet to come and he will make an announcement. I can't say much on this. But uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wishing you all the best with the movie and thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you. Thank you. Take, Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's our download until next week. DJ Ricky dedicated his mix to the Bollywood playback singer KK on his birthday. You can listen to the full program at bbc.co.uk/asianetwork. Just click onto the Rajan Pablo show page. We're back next Saturday from 10am when we'll talk to Imran Hashmi right here on the BBC Asian Network. Make sure you catch us. Have a great week. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC 